Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Good morning. This is Karen and I'm your reader today. Today is Thursday, February 29th which is also the 20th of Adar on the Hebrew calendar. And this is Adar 1. Our parasha, or Torah portion this week, is Ki which means when you count. And today we're reading from Exodus or Shemot, chapter 34, verses 1 through 9. Before we get started, though, let's come together and bless God and thank Him for the giving of his word to us. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. The Lord said to Moshe, Carve for yourself two tablets of stone like the first ones, and I will write upon them the words that were on the first tablets, which you broke. Be ready by the morning. Come up to Mount Sinai and present yourself to me there on top of the mountain. No one is to come up with you, and do not let anyone be seen throughout the entire mountain. Even the flocks and herds must not graze in front of that mountain. So he carved two tablets of stone, like the first. Then Moshe rose up early in the morning, went up onto Mount Sinai, as the Lord had commanded him. And he took in his hand the two tablets of stone. Then the Lord descended in the cloud, stood with him there, as he called on the name of the Lord. Then the Lord passed before him and proclaimed, O Lord, O Lord, the compassionate, the gracious God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness and truth, showing mercy to a thousand generations, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, yet by no means leaving the guilty unpunished, but bringing the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children to the third and fourth generation. Then Moshe quickly bowed his head down to the earth and worshipped. He said, If now I have found grace in your eyes, my Lord, let my Lord please go within our midst, even though this is a stiff-necked people. Pardon our iniquity 
and our sin and take us for your own inheritance. That was Exodus or Shemot, chapter 34, verses 1 through 9. And now in our reading in the prophets, we are reading in 2 Kings, chapter 13. In the twenty-third year of Joash, the son of King Ahazahiah of Yehuda, Jehoahaz, the son of Yehu, became king over Israel in the Shumron, and he reigned seventeen years. But he did that what was evil in the Lord's eyes. He continued in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Mivat, which he caused Israel to commit, and did not turn away from them. So the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he continually gave them into the hand of King Haziel of Aram, and into the hand of Ben-Hadad, son of Haziel. Then Jehoahaz sought the Lord's face. So the Lord listened to him, for he saw the oppression of Israel, how the king of Aram oppressed them. The Lord gave Israel a deliverer, so that they escaped from under the hand of the Arameans, and the men of Israel dwelt in their tents as they had before. Nevertheless, they did not turn away from the sins of the house of Jeroboam, which he caused Israel to commit, but walked in them, and the Asherah pole remained standing in the Shumron. Indeed, Jehoahaz was not left with a force of more than fifty horsemen, ten chariots, and ten thousand foot soldiers, because the king of Aram had destroyed them and trampled them like the dust when threshing. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoahaz and all that he did and his might, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? Then Jehoahaz slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the Shumwan. His son Joash became king in his place. In the thirty-seventh year of King Joash of Yehuda, Jehoash, son of Jehoahaz, became king over Israel in the Shomron, and he reigned sixteen years. But he did that which was evil in the Lord's eyes. He did not turn away from all the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nevat, which he caused Israel to commit but he walked in them. Now the rest of the events of Joash's reign, and all that he did, and his might with which he fought against King Amaziah of Yehuda, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Israel? Then Joash slept with his fathers, and Jeroboam sat on his throne. So Joash was buried in the Shumron with the kings of Israel. When Elisha got sick with his illness, from which he would die, King Joash of Israel came down to him, weeping over him, and cried, Avi, Avi, the chariot of Israel and its horsemen. Then Elisha said to him, Take bow and arrows. So he took a bow and arrows. Then he said to the king of Israel, Mount your hand on the bow. So he mounted his hand on it. Elisha then laid his hands on the king's hands, and said, Open the window to the east. And then Elisha said, Shoot. 
and he shot. Then he said, The Lord's arrow of deliverance, yes, an arrow of victory over Aram. You will strike down the Arameans in Afik until they are demolished. Then he said, Take the arrows, and he took them. Then he said to the king of Israel, Strike the ground, and he struck it three times, then stopped. But the man of God was upset and said to him, If only you had struck five or six times, then you would have annihilated Aram till you had consumed it. But now you will only strike Aram only three times. But now you will strike Aram only three times. Then Elisha died, and they buried him. Now bands of Moabite marauders used to invade the land at the spring of the year. It came about, as they were burying a man, behold, they saw a marauding band, so they threw the man's body in Elisha's tomb. As soon as the man's body touched Elisha's bones, he came back to life and stood up on his feet. But King Haziel of Aram oppressed Israel all the days of Jehoahaz. Yet the Lord was gracious to them, had compassion on them, and turned to them because of his covenant with Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. So he was not willing to destroy them or cast them from his presence up to now. Then King Haziel of Aram died, and his son Ben-Hadad became king in his place. Then Jehoash, son of Jehoaz, restored from the hand of Ben-Hadad, son of Haziel, the towns which he had taken out from the hand of his father, Jehoaz, in war. Three times Joash defeated him and recovered the towns of Israel. That was Second Kings chapter 13. For our reading today from the writings or the Ketuvim, we are going to be in Psalms or Tehillim chapters 122 and 123. A Song of Ascents of David I rejoiced when they said to me, Let us go up to the house of the Lord. Our feet are standing in your gate, Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim built as a city joined together. There the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, as a testimony to Israel, to praise the name of the Lord. For their thrones for judgment are set up, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Yerushalayim. May those who love you be at peace. May there be shalom within your walls, quietness within your palaces. For the sake of my brothers and friends, I now say, shalom be within you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. Psalms 123 a song of ascents. To you I lift up my eyes, you enthroned in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of slaves to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a slave girl to the hand of her mistress, so the eyes look to the Lord our God. <clears throat> so our eyes look to the Lord our God, till he shows us favor. 
Show us favor, O Lord, show us favor. For we have endured much contempt. Our soul has had enough of the scorn of those at ease, the contempt of the proud. That was Tehillim, or Psalms, 122 and 123. For our final section today from the Apostles, we are reading in John, or Yohanan, chapter 17. Yeshua spoke these things then, lifting up his eyes to the heaven. He said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, so the Son may glorify you. Even as you gave him authority over all flesh, so may he give eternal life to all those you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Yeshua, the Mashiach, the one you sent. I glorify you on earth by finishing the work that you have given me to do. Now, Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the world came to be. I have made your name known to the men of this world that you gave to me. They were yours, you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they have come to know that everything you have given me is from you. The words which you gave me, I have given to them. They received them and truly understand that I came from you, and they believed that you sent me. I ask on their behalf, not on behalf of the world do I ask, but on behalf of those you have given me, for they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, keep them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one, just as we are. While I was with them, I was keeping them in your name that you have given me. I guarded them, and not one of them was lost except the son of destruction, so that the scripture would be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you. I say these words while I am still in the world, so that they may have my joy made full in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world hated them, because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I am not asking that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Make them holy in the truth. Your word is truth. Just as you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I make myself holy, so that they also may be made holy in truth. I pray not on behalf of these only, but also for those who believe in me through their message, that they all may be one, just as you, Father, are in me, and I am in you so also may they be one in us, so the world may believe that you sent me. 
The glory that you have given to me, I have given to them, that they may be one, just as we are one, I in them, and you in me, that they may be perfected in unity, so that the world may know that you sent me, and loved them as you loved me. Father, I also want those you have given me to be with me where I am, so that they may see my glory, the glory you gave me. For you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world did not know you, but I knew you, and these knew that you sent me. I made your name known to them, and will continue to make it known, so that the love with which you loved me may be to them, and I in them. That was John, or Yochanan, chapter 17. If you're going through the apostolic writings twice in this year, today you would also read Hebrews, chapter 7, verses 15 through 29. In closing today, thank you for joining us, ladies, for another Daily Bread for Busy Moms. And until next time, Shalom from the Golan Heights. Thank you.